Charm Diamond Centers. Okay, not bad, but remember, those three little words carry a lot of weight. Has to say 50 years of a family-owned business. Charm Diamond Centers. Dylan, think lifetime diamond guarantee, unbeatable pricing policy, stores across the country filled with experts who love love. Charm Diamond Centers. 0% interest financing, trade-up policy, easy payments. I need to feel that in your voice. It has to sound like Charm Diamond Centers. Wow, that was really good. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I was like how she really pronounces every single syllable of the words that she's saying you know what i mean it's like each one is its own sentence thank you for listening to oilers nation radio episode 44 i am ben Denault. to my right is producer tyler to my left is daniel the nation dan across from me is rick and beside him is one cameron von lewis we are here to talk a little bit about the oilers we are here to talk a little bit about life but first we are here to talk about our friends at sherwood ford why because they're wonderful people why because they were born that way. Why? Because they have excellent parents that raised them well. Why? Because they wanted upstanding members of society. Another thing I want to talk about at Sherwood Ford is they are sponsoring a hole, a hole in one hole to be exact, at the Nation Golf Tournament that's coming up on August 29th. If you sink a hole in one, Dan, you will be leaving the tournament with keys to the Nation trip. We should say it's on their hole specifically, and I can't remember which hole that is. Yes, their hole, whatever hole that is. There's it's a lot the Sherwood of, Ford hole. I think there's a lot of hole talk in this promo, and I like it. Um, but yeah, you can Dan drive away You can drive away with Jay's truck. He physically will not have a vehicle to get around the city anymore. The photos that you take of the nation truck with the hashtag nation truck that get you entered in to win a gas card every month from our friends at Sherwood Ford, those would be taken of you and not jay in the nation truck so yeah we're really i think everybody around the table wants to see jay lose his truck absolutely i think it would be easily one of the funniest things to have happen i want to see him finish up this summer on a tandem bike that's actually i think sherwood ford would put some decals on that bike for him of course first-hand experience uh he's a tremendous on the bike I would love to see Jay. Nice segue there. Yes, we are going to talk about the ITU World Triathlon that both Coombe and Rick participated in against Jay. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But first, I need you to go ahead and follow Sherwood Ford on Twitter at Sherwood Ford and on Instagram at Sherwood Ford underscore the giant. Gentlemen, I want to start off today's podcast with 
probably the most exciting news that I've seen around the nation for some time now. On, I guess it's a Thursday when we're recording this, we're trying a day early. Tyler said he wanted to try something to see if more Friday folks will listen if we do it Thursday, so we're trying it today. Yesterday, one Ryan Nugent Hopkins got married. Was it yesterday or Tuesday? It doesn't matter. Two days ago, yeah. Tuesday, he got married to... Is it normal to get married in the middle of the week? Man, you know you know what's sweet? NHL players give no fucks. So they're like, I'm going to get married on Tuesday because all my boys can come because they've got nothing to do just, anyway. Like, it's it, a vacation trip. It though. just he goes gave, to show no, how rich these guys are. No, it's a vacation trip. It happens all the time. You also like, last one I went to in Mexico. What about all the guests? Like, on a Tuesday. There's got, I mean, surely, surely he invited... For a week. He invited some peasants that have jobs. No one's going for just a fucking day or two. You're going yep, for a whole week. Know. This is like your vacation if you're a peasant. I don't think Nuge makes anybody feel like a peasant. Dude, yeah. he's hooking everybody up, paying for the flights, that kind of thing. I bet you he helped out with some people for sure. I wonder how big the size of a wedding for a guy like Ryan Nugent Hopkins would be in the sense that when you're an NHL player, I would assume you've got cousins that you haven't seen in your entire life that come out of the woodwork and they're like, hey, Ryan, look, what's going on? Also, Where's another thing, well, if yeah. you're an NHL player, how do you decide what guys on the 23-man roster and team you're going to invite to your wedding? That's a very a great good question. question. It's a great question, Kumi, and it was raised a couple times uh, after the pick went out was that people were like, well, where's so-and-so and where's so-and-so and where's Connor and where's Taylor and all that? And it's just like, I don't know, it seems like it would be an absolute nightmare because like you're close with all your teammates, but then you're going to have a, an inner, inner circle, right? It's, so it's a yeah, choice. Well, and also the, the, the picture you're talking about, Dan, is what I'm getting at here. We got a picture yesterday posted up on Twitter of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Oscar Clefbaum, Jolts, Jolts. Justin Schultz, Jolts. Jordan Eberle, uh, Jujar Kara, and Matt Benning wearing our Keep Nuge Forever Nation Gear shirts. Unbelievable. I wrote an article about it last night. I was just thinking about when we were workshopping that shirt. We were upstairs at the table at Nation HQ. We were just throwing, throwing ideas around. We needed a Keep Nudes Forever shirt. I remember working on it. All the boys were around. We were all yelling out ideas. And then to see them all wearing it, pretty ridiculous. But the thing I wanted to get to is that those six dudes, including Nuge, I guess, so those other five dudes, those were, those were in his wedding party. So we don't know that Connor and Halsey and all those boys weren't there. They could have been taking the picture for all we know. No, uh, if they were there, they would have been in that in that photo. But that they was, wouldn't have had the shirts though. That was the hangover brunch. Because we sent six shirts. That was like at the, least that's what I was told. That was I the think day we sent after. 10. We sent ten. So who I, are the other four people wearing them? So there's four mystery players at the wedding that are wearing the t-shirts. Well, maybe like you gotta think Mrs. that they, Nooch probably. I was just gonna one. say they they Absolutely. had to have given one, one to Bray. Bray. Gotta think Bray. like Neil Yakupov was there running around, <laughs> sliding First everywhere. overall club. Yeah, yeah, on his knees. He was sliding everywhere. That'd be sweet. Chased by bees at the wedding. From, for, I did a little like deep dive on the on some of the stories and, and looked around and and to the point of of all the guests as well. It didn't look like it was a massive wedding. Like we weren't talk. We're not talking Gretzky wedding here. This is you well, know, Gretzky was, wedding was half, <laughs> half of Edmonton. I was there. Yeah, fair enough. Some of you guys weren't born yet, but Are I you was actually there. at that. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Like standing I, along the road? How old were you? Yeah, yeah. When was this? Uh, whatever. I was born in 81, so do the, do the math. Well, what year was he married? I don't know. 87, I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You were just standing along the road. Like, it was like yeah, a yeah. We were nowhere thing. near, like, we were nowhere near the church, but I remember being along Jasper Ave somewhere, and there's a shit ton of people. 
wearing nation gear. Oh, it was everywhere, was man. It was everywhere. You had to keep nude shirt forever. Of course I did. Before anybody did. Yeah, no one else. Yeah, it wasn't even it was open just yet. It's like, who's this noogie? But I, I just remember being downtown in that area. Um, I don't couldn't even tell you if we saw them or we saw, saw like a limo. Yeah, you probably saw the vehicle. But yeah, no, Jasper I was packed for it. I want to know what everybody thought when they first saw the picture of Nuge and all Nuge and crew in the Nation Gear shirt yesterday. I almost shit my pants when Jay texted me. No context, no caption, nothing, just a picture. And the way I set my phone up is when I get a picture, it doesn't show what the picture is. It just says image. Yeah, you know there's a picture coming. I know there's a picture coming, but I don't know what it is. So Jay sent it to me without context. I almost shat myself. Unbelievable. Dan, thoughts? Uh it it was such a cool moment and i and i guess i like i think too i immediately thought to like the 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 clothing lines of the world the the violent gentlemen the bar stools those guys that, that they see this on like a daily basis and they see the the players rocking their gear and like they're just so used to it it's still jarring to us just because of our you know our relationship at at 30,000 feet between the oilers and us that it was just it's such a neat thing to see the guys just just pile into the to the joke and and the line is just perfect for for a Nugent Hopkins wedding on top of everything. So yeah, it was just it was a neat thing, a, a moment that I think that a lot of clothing companies will have and and have experienced and and I think it's it's cool for Nation Gear especially. Cam, you photoshopped this thing or what? Yeah, I was shocked the amount of people that thought it was photoshopped because <laughs> that would be uh, that, that's 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 some tidy photoshop work. Well, we were talking I do most of our photoshops. Yes. And that is a lot of difficult maneuvering. Well, do that good of a job. Yeah, we were talking about it this morning that if you've clearly never seen any of the photoshops we produce, if you think that we are good enough to make to pull this one off yeah, with like, wrinkles in the shirt and shadows and go all back that and thing. see the Photoshop where I mixed together what was it, Taylor Hall and um, <laughs> Griffin Reinhardt for number fuck, I don't know, ninety, eighty six or some shit. Wait, that wasn't real? Yeah, that wasn't a real that wasn't the you real uh, concoction me. of two people mixed together. Wow. That was photoshopped, I can say. This was not photoshopped, and if I had the ability to do that, this T-shirt picture as a Photoshop, and that would be amazing. But it was it was cool to see. I mean, um, it's a it's a we've come a. I guess this kind of a disproves the notion that players don't want to play in Edmonton because blogs are too negative. So I guess that's, that's not a real thing. I guess I guess I was told I was told that on Twitter many times over the past few years. So I guess media, that's not accurate. The media guys are too mean to them. Yeah, we're, we're, Oilers Nation's so mean and so negative. The Flyers all want out. Well, evidently not. They're wearing the t-shirts. So that's good to see. You know, it was a cool picture. I mean, uh, Wanye texted it to me pretty much with nothing behind it either. Was, <laughs> how does this grab you? And I just, I got a good chuckle out of it uh, to see everybody, you know, don the shirt, whether they were uh, current or a former player. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. And then even just looking at the, uh, the online store we have right now, we've, the sales of that shirt have gone uh, gone up a little erupted. bit. Erupted. People I mean, wanted one. Yeah, they weren't a huge number before, but we did a good job in the last 24 hours. People wanted one. That's cool. I didn't actually think we still had them for sale up there either. Yeah, buddy. Like nationgear.ca in a while. Nationgear.ca, it is on the second row. Go ahead and get yourself a Keep Nuge Forever t-shirt. Tyler, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool. I The way I saw it was from your tweet bag mail because mm-hmm. I guess I'm not important enough to get things texted directly <laughs> mm-hmm. to me. Uh, but no, yeah, I agree with Rick. It was cool to see even the ex-Oilers rocking it. Um, I miss Justin Schultz, so it was nice to see him rocking that shirt. Jordan Eberle looking cool with his new $5.5 million contract. All of it. It was just super sweet. Boys had that's a, all I noticed. Boys all shorts noticed game was, was tight, players. too. Yeah, you can't you can't miss that, the, the Hawaiian short theme. 
that almost everybody jumped in on. Everybody had shades except for Benning. Like it was a, it was a well well put together group of boys. Uh, I was uh, I was a little bit surprised. If I'm being honest here. I did a little moment of candor that uh, Jujar Kara shorts were quite so short. If you know what I'm saying, I'm worried for the guy. I'm just worried for his safety, if you will. It's just for me. It's interesting to see how Nation Gear and how the website have evolved. Um, to the point where six guys are wearing the Keep Nuge Forever shirt. I remember when we saw Connor wearing a hockey fight shirt a couple years ago. That blew everyone's mind through the back of their skull. I remember sitting with Luke Gazdick uh, at the pint when we were doing uh, a launch for VG with him, and he was telling us stories. He still shook me. Tyler, I'm going to shake you right now. Luke Gazdick told me one time at the pint that there are players that currently play in the NHL that do not wear cans. They never Wait, wear what? cans. As part of their like thing, he said that there he knows a handful of players, he wouldn't give his names, that do not wear cans in the NHL. That's absurd. That's absurdly stupid. Like wow. I honestly think that's the dumbest thing you could be doing. <laughs> like why there's no you can get comfortable cans. You're an NHL player. Go get Warrior to make you a custom one that's like built into your whatever. So I'm kind of an idiot when it comes to sports. Yeah, uh, and when I when I went out to play high school football yeah. for the first time, the first two games, and I want to say two, it might have been three, I played without a cup on D line, and that was the biggest mistake I've ever. A lot of football players don't though. It's it's too crazy on the line though. Like too much stuff happens in those scrums to. But how old were you? To justify, I was. I would have been. Like, I don't know. It was like my eighth year of high school. So like eighth year of high school. So you're in high school and playing football. School. But like, think about these guys standing in front of like yeah. uh, Zidane Chara clapper, and you're. Well, remember you what happened to Matt, Hendrick. to Matt Hendricks's can? Yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't not look at Matt Hendricks's can and not think, "Damn, I have to wear one of those." Yeah, I know. Like, base like catchers are really the only baseball players that will. I would if I was a pitcher too. Would you? Liners coming back, I guess. I yeah, maybe. maybe but you're. I would like, if I was in the infield. I think yeah, just I in just case like say, somebody I, slides and you get like a knee to the old berries. Yeah, outside yeah, of line the drives come I'm at not. you quickly, man. I played second base for my life since I was like 15 on. I never worked. Sports up. guy. Yeah, there you go. Sports. Here we go. Guy. We got but, some. We got some. But no, like I, I think because in baseball it's largely preventable. You put yourself in those scenarios. Nothing's gonna bounce anywhere. That. Great story about uh, baseball and wearing cans. Uh, I was playing when I was like 13, and it was a rule in the league. Everybody had to wear a can, right? Uh-huh. And the umpire before the game came around and knocked us all in the groin region with a bat. I don't feel sure. like that's an acceptable and thing I to do. And I never saw that guy I'm glad up that again. he prefaced the bat thing. With a bat. So he came by and did like a little pendulum swing to all of us, and we're all like, what the fuck? And then you he just walked make it away. Sure you're wearing your equipment, otherwise it's a, it's a never, it's a never, never had that umpire again. Though. And the umpire walked away from the field, never <laughs> be seen again. Got back into his van and drove away. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, there's a baseball game today. Uh, the other, the real ump shows up and he's like, what's what's going on over here? Like, what's that guy doing? Oh, he's just checking cans. That's completely normal. Back to Nuge for a second. I want to end off this first segment by going around the horn and offering our man, our boy, our guy, some marriage advice. As he heads down the road on a life of matrimony, considering none of us at this table this is are a great married. Table to get that advice from. There is nobody married at this table, so I figured this is the best crew to ask. Cam, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. What cool. marriage advice would you give <laughs> to Ryan Nugent Hopkins as he heads on with his life? Uh, bitches and hoes are like new clothes. Once you got them, you wish you never bought them. Right, Dan? Go ahead. <laughs> I just, I'm just admiring the fact that you chose Coom first because like, Coom gives us the the daily dose of of advice on relationships. It's good stuff. 
Um, I would just say if you, uh, I don't know. Just keep the wife happy, bud. Yeah. If just keep the wife if happy, you, if she's always right, she's always right. That's, that's no, I'm that's like saying the customer is always right. Sometimes you got to clap back, man. No, no. Customers <laughs> are always right. <laughs> customers keep, are never right. Just keep her happy. Just keep her happy. You're only around the house for what is it? Two, three months of the year. <laughs> keep her happy. And then go hit the road with the boys. Pop back in the house every week or two, whatever it is. Just keep her happy. Slats would say, Slats would always say, don't have, don't have babies in the, during the season is the next big thing, right? For him, plan your babies accordingly so that they come in the June month. And then you can not have the distraction. Also plan your baby making so it's not happening before games after his birthday. That's literally a thing that they <laughs> did back in the 80s. They told the players that they couldn't get married, they couldn't have kids during the season. Hey. They would hey, like they would create that. Do you want to play hockey or do you want to have babies? Like, what are we talking <laughs> well, about? Well, I'm talking about more the act. Uh, oh, you're talking production. about fucking. <laughs> yes, you, Tyler. Do you, believe in the, do you believe in the UFC fighter <laughs> thing where they don't have sex before a match? Yeah, absolutely. Are you serious? Oh, that's, such like a, that's such a testosterone drain if you do that before sports. Now, I would know. This is just a long play for me to say on the podcast <laughs> that I recently lost my virginity. Congratulations, man. Sometimes wow. you just need to uh, let the poison out. Tyler, what's your marriage advice for Ryan Dijanakin? Well, I mean, as someone who's in a relationship. As a father oh, of a sports small guy child. and a ladies' man. Um, I don't have advice for him. Um, I, I'd say just, uh, you know what? I'd say have a kid, but line it up so you have it during the playoffs. Because how many times do you hear great stories? About, you know, like Fred Van Vliet with the Raptors had a kid, turned it around, cranked up his playoff production. And then Kawhi oh. left. And then Kawhi left. But well, they won a championship and flagged Kawhi forever. Yeah. Um, or, you know, guys in the playoffs that were like, oh, he, he had to jet out to see his wife give birth. And then he's back for the next game and he scores. So, you know what, Nuge? Have babies. That happened the in, the, in the playoffs of the Jays. Aaron Loop had to leave yeah. the team because his wife had a premature baby. And then what did he do in his next outing? I don't think he played for the Jays in the playoffs. His wife had a premature baby. Oh. <laughs> Inspirational. I'm going to go ahead and say, Nuge, just remember to clear your internet history. No good can come of ever leaving your internet history available for research. Right? Right. I'm going to go ahead and thank our friends at Sherwood Ford once again for making this all possible. Tyler is throwing his hands in the air. He doesn't like my segues. That's okay. You can tell Sherwood Ford about it on Twitter by following them at Sherwood Ford and on Instagram at Sherwood Ford underscore the giant. Back to some actual Oilers news. I know all of you are very excited about the signing of Josh Archibald to a one-year, $1 million contract in 68 games played with the Coyotes last year. He had 12 goals, 10 assists for 26 points. Rick, what do you think about Josh Archibald? Just another guy to uh, fill one of the spots in the bottom six right now. Uh, we still have an issue in the top six, but uh, that's obviously not going to be filled by uh, a UFA right now. I still believe that's going to be a trade or somehow mending the fences with Puliarvi. But uh, yeah, just another guy in the bottom six who can get the job done. <laughs> I like that Tyler's rolling his eyes at you with your with your Archibald and Puliarvi takes. I think that is fantastic. He's got a he's got a great head of hair. He's definitely not Josh Archibalding. Nice. Okay. All right. I was thinking if we call him Archie, is there like a good Riverdale spin we could put on this? We don't need to pretend Riverdale's still get, a thing. Yeah. Does everybody get murdered in that show? Yeah. I don't know. I only watched like six episodes. I watched the first season. You know, I was like, well, this is pretty fun. Then I tried to watch a second season. I'm like, oh, this is Maybe if like him and McDavid click, we could be like Archie and Jughead type of thing. No? Okay. I read the comics. I didn't watch the show. I don't know. I was always. The show is quite a twist from the original Archie comics. I was always a Betty man myself. 
You know? So I think she I th- was friendly, down to earth, blonde girl like that. Why not? Dan, go ahead. I think uh, to bring this back <laughs> from the Archie <laughs> comics, uh, I think that it's a really a Why win. Why are you holding for, onto a pair of scissors? Because uh, they're weirdly <laughs> they're weirdly broken down. I was channeling my inner OJ. Um, no. The, yeah, you can. I know. You can. OJ can at me from Twitter now. I'm going to ch- channel my inner OJ allegedly. There you go. Allegedly, um, in my opinion. I think it's a big boon Gosh. for Kum and I, though. Because yeah. we, were, we were talking about yeah, how depth. we wanted to see depth. We want to see some guys. These are all guys that you can't, like, you can't hate Holland for bringing in and giving a shot. Because if two of them pan out into a half-decent player that scores us 10 to 15 goals, maybe even 20 goals can get some time up on the second line, help Nuge out up there because he is just playing with a skeleton crew of wingers. Um, I think I think it's okay. It's good depth. Uh, yeah, and Archibald need, is, is a good penalty killer. He would have been like fifth on the team in goals yeah, last Kuhn year. He had like nine point. goals yeah. last year or something, and that would have been – what's that? Was it 12? Yeah. He got the 12 goals that Toby Reader should have got that would have got us to the playoffs. Exactly. So we just got the playoffs. We basically Congratulations, just, boys. We're basically just replacing Reader with this guy. It's kind of the same player, right? Another guy from Arizona, good penalty killer. Wasn't qualified. Ten goals, wasn't qualified. Great head of hair. Did Reader have good hair? Honestly, yeah, don't. Has good hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Germans I, have I, a good good hair. I do like the Archibald signing, though. Like you said, 12 goals. Like, if the Oilers can get 12 goals out of him playing in the bottom six. That, that puts him in the playoffs. That Well, it might, it might get him closer. <laughs> um, or if they have him on the second line and he scores 18 alongside Nuge. Or, I think it's good to have that kind of Put him on the first line, six. he scores 30. I just my big beef is still you put that. him in net. He has a one point zero GAA. <laughs> Make him the GM. He pulls Nine. the trigger on a great trade. <laughs> on this, the day of Miko Koskinen's birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Miko. Go ahead. Yeah, happy birthday, Miko. Um, like McDavid's got Drysaddle, and you can kind of just have a rotating cast next to them and just go as guys kind of get hot and have that seat kind of rotating through. Nugent Hopkins still doesn't have the one reliable. He doesn't have one Mister Reliable, and that's still the big piece that they're missing. If Nugent Hopkins would have had a Gustav Nyquist, Brett Connolly, blah, 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 someone on his wing who you can look at and go, they've scored 20 goals multiple times in their career, then I think I'd be a little bit more happy with all these depth signings because then it's like, hey, one of Archibald, Cassian, or Chason. You just need one of them for the second line, and then you just need one of this next group for the top line. I would feel a lot better about it, but I'm still just worried about the top six as much as I'm really digging the bottom six, although they don't have a bottom six third-line center. But Hey, we got uh, Sammy G. Gaetan Haas. Gaetan Haas. Maybe Marcus Granlund. Maybe Colby Cave. Maybe Cooper Marodi. Kyle Brodziak still in the mix somewhere. Maybe. Maybe Mike Pekka. Maybe think, Mike Pekka. I still think Yurko could be the guy that, that could shock some people and could become Nuge's line mate. We're getting way too hopeful here. Maybe they Eric Belanger. They, 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 they need, need a legit player to play that second line. We're not. We're talking about people with unproven NHL track records here. Like Exactly. No, what we need, they need a legit player. And like I said, whether it's Pooley RV or whatever he turns himself into, or they move a defenseman. He's like, not a legit NHL player. No, but I, if I'd be willing, more willing to put him there, I'd be more confident putting him there than anybody else on the roster right now. I guess. Yeah. Right? Like, not even close, <laughs> to tell you the honest truth. I just, I think there's still work to be done. I can't imagine that Ken Holland is done. I do like what he did with the bottom six. He's completely rebuilt it. He's created a lot of competition. There's going to be a lot of guys hitting the old waiver wire come September. I tell you that much. Um, Another thing I wanted to bring up is the potential for trade. Tyler, this morning at The Nation, you wrote your Thursday uh, rumors article. 
you had the Rangers singled out as a team that the Oilers could potentially target. They've got limited cap space. They got a lot of people to sign. Tell us your thoughts on the New York Rangers. Well, like you said, they have limited cap space. They have $7 million right now. Anthony D'Angelo needs a new deal. He's probably going to come in at around two and a half to three. He had a good offensive season last year. I think I might, am I lowballing that, Coom? I don't know. I but don't know. Uh, they also have Jacob Truba. So those two guys combined are going <sighs> to be well over seven. And then they still have Pavel Buchnevich and Brendan Lemieux. And they got to think about Capo Caco, who's probably going to hit his rookie bonuses on his ELC. So all of a sudden, they're in a spot where they seriously need to move out some money and probably two contracts. If the Oilers well. are looking right now for a third-line center, why don't they inquire about Ryan Strom from the New York Rangers? He could fit into that role nicely. I see what you did there. Mm. I see or maybe did. they could give him a shot next to McDavid for once. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Strom would obviously be a good fit, but that's not happening. Um, How about have, Mark Stahl? Like, that's the thing, though. Like The Rangers could solve a lot of issues by moving out one of their just terrible D-men, and maybe we get to a scenario where they have Pavel Buchnevich, and they go, hey... We're packaging him with Shattenkirk or we're packaging him with Stahl. Some team take him. Or Brendan Smith even. And that obviously puts the Oilers out of it because they don't you, have the maybe money. Maybe you send a Milan Lucic for Kevin Shattenkirk. That would save the Rangers 700K. But 650K. Probably. 650K, yeah. Come on, do some research. Um, but if the Oilers could find a way to pry out <laughs> Pavel Buchnevich by giving them like two cheaper young NHL players, I'm thinking like people might scoff at this, but Buchnevich scored 20 goals last year in 60-some games. I would do pull Yarby for him. Would you do Puli Yarvi if you also have to throw in someone like Ladjison or someone like Bear or someone like Marodi? Sure. How do we afford Bujnevitz, though? If they I can. think if you give him a one-year deal and tell him that on January 1, you'll negotiate long-term with him, like what the Sharks did with Kevin LeBanc, you can get him for like two mil this season and then just renegotiate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. The Rangers confused me because what we're like two years removed from them sending the letter out yeah. to all their season ticket holders saying – it's going to be rough, and then we go sign Panarin, and we don't have any cap space. I don't know. It's just weird. They've had a hell of a summer. But that's how yeah. you do a rebuild, isn't it? They went out. They tanked for a couple of years. They got Kako. They got Lias Anderson. They, they did a good job. Vitaly Kravtsev. And then you go trade for Adam Fox, who wants to be there. He has the potential to be a top-four guy. You trade pennies for Jacob Truba, who's a top-four guy and wants to be there. You go flex your muscles, sign Panarin. You still got Zabinijad, who's a good He's becoming more of a veteran center who you can build around. Strom is there as well. You let Anderson, you let Kravtsev. Like, they have a good core coming. Philip I think Chino. another guy I could see them kind of moving that actually, now that I kind of, I totally forgot that he existed, honestly, is Vladislav Nemesnikov, who they got back in the McDonough trades. He's owed $4 million this year, and that would be a big game changer for them if they could drop that. If they could he's drop a solid that. player. Yeah, he, I, he is a solid player, and he's a guy who'd come in. He plays all three forward positions. So from that sense, I like him for the Oilers. Um, but that $4 million price tag probably puts the Oilers out of it unless you could convince them to retain half of it, which they're probably not. What Perhaps. if we send them uh, Chris Russell? But then it doesn't solve the Cowboys. Totally lateral move. Yeah. Every Pointless. team needs a Cowboy. Every New York Rangers a need a Cowboy. Of course they do. They have the naked Cowboy, Times Square, singing songs. They need one on the ice. Blocking shots. Breaking hearts. People in New York love that kind of thing. They love the heart and the grit and the soul. You can see Chris Russell taking the subway to the game. Absolutely. You see him on the M train getting off at MSG. He's at his bag. There's a chance he takes the LRT to the game. Oh, right not the now. LRT, sorry. The, uh, the the Metro, not the LRT. No, no, I, but even right now, yeah, Chris I Russell see him taking the LRT. Takes the LRT to the games at Edmonton. People love it. It's great. He's going to Billy Joel once a month. Parks his car at McKernan Belgravia Station. And then the uh, <laughs> LRT is all the way to the stadium with his bag and sticks. He's just a... 
He's just a lunch pail kind of guy going to work. Everyone likes that. He does actually carry a lunch pail as well. He's got a sandwich in there, PB&J. That's what I heard. Little tuppy full of mixed nuts for his protein snack. <laughs> Tyler, another thing you talked about was the... Tyler whips out his sandwich. Big dick energy over here. Thinks it's better than everybody else's. Are you going to pull a J and eat on the podcast? That's Jay's thing on real life, by the way. Yesterday, Tyler, or I guess Monday, Tyler snapped because in the middle of the podcast, Jay pops a piece of gum in his mouth <laughs> right on mic. Like you could hear the plastic crinkling and opening and then just out of nowhere, it's just... <laughs> and I like stopped and answer. I was like, did you really have to do that? He's like, I didn't even notice. He's like, this is what it was. Damn, don't, man. We start People in, listening at home don't want to hear you chewing gum. We start in beef between real life and ON. I like this. I like the little beef between yeah. the two. So you can't even hear it. Bag, bag milk will relay all of our messages over there. You think I'll the listeners want to smell my bad breath? That's why I got to throw in a stick of gum. <laughs> That's better than that breathing he did a couple episodes ago. <clears throat> Another rumor I want to talk about is the ongoing Milan Lucic thing to Calgary. Um, Elliot Friedman mentioned it in his weekly 31 Thoughts piece earlier that there could be something between Edmonton and Calgary where they swap forwards. Again, I don't know why the Flames would do that. James Neal has one season where he hasn't scored 20 goals, and it was last year. They can't be that down on him. They can't be, right? They should be. It's impossible. They should be that down on him. They should be looking at a bounce-back candidate like I've ever seen one in Milan Lucic. He's been waiting for years. He's due. Here, go down. Here's why. Go ahead. This is what I think their reasoning might be. Apparently, Neil isn't really a Bill Peters guy. The two of them were butting heads a little bit. He was mad about whatever. Peters and Neil, if they're not getting along, and if management recognizes that and goes, you know what, Peters is never going to use him and trust him in a top six role. He's a bottom six guy. They could look at Lucic and Neil and go, who would we ha- rather have playing on our fourth line? They got pushed around a little bit towards the end of the year. They might go, we need to get a little bit tougher, although I think that's a bad take. But mm-hmm. they, they might go, we need to get a little bit tougher. Ownership will like this because we're saving them close to $10 million in Canadian money because it's $7 mil American on that deal. Thank you for so, the conversion. Thank you. Quick conversion, quick math. Go ahead. Um, so they could be getting a better fourth liner, arguably, a tougher option there that Peters will actually like. They save themselves some money. Yes, to all these. Right? Man. I think that would kind of be their thinking, not that I agree with it. And then one Jason Greger tweets out today, text I received today in regards to Lucic trade rumors, all quiet. Another text from person close to Calgary, has never, there has never been any serious discussions in regards to an Oilers-Flames trade. Chances are, as it has been for the last two years, we are going to be talking about Milan Lucic for absolutely no reason all summer long. He's coming Jason. in at 12 goals this year. Jason Wet Blanket Gregor. 12 goals. That is bold. Are we going we gonna to fire up the Lucic Gold Draft right now? Yeah. Are we going to do that again? When are you guys buying your shirts? I'm ready to buy my shirt. Buy your shirt. You but, said you had a website for us. Yeah, Why would I have a website for that? I thought you got your shirseys all internet guy. through the website. You mean I'm an internet guy? If you send me a link you to a shirsey site, <laughs> uh, send me a link to a shirsey site. I'll buy it. I'll, I'll pay my Do you guys want to all order together? I think we had talked about so. getting like print machine or somebody to do it. We can do that too. Because I don't know how you would do it all together. Well, we could probably just do one order. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it'd be better to have like, it'd be better to have like a cartoon coom on it in front of it though. Yeah, and if fucking Chris thinks he's getting out of this, like he's Chris not, is not I getting out of this. Drop it off at Fountain Tire for him. Yeah, if, if his, fountain, this his fountain tire employees will 
hold him to it, though. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know there's somebody at Fountain Tire listening to this absolutely. right now. Oh, absolutely. If you are at Fountain Tire listening to this right now, you go up to Chris's desk or cubicle or closet or wherever you put him. Give him a smack. Give him a smack and tell him that he smack. is not getting out of the Milan Lucic goal draft bet. He is wearing this Kum fan jersey, just like we all Did were. you guys figure out what numbers you're going to be? Because you got to be numbers one through four. Yeah, we got to we gotta decide. Who, who wants to be what number? I want to be one. You want to be one? Yeah, man. I want to be one I'll in honor th- of Mike Morrison. I'll, I'll take, take I'll take four. Okay. So you're Taylor Hall, Coom fan. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like you had a Hall jersey, but you replaced it with yeah. Coom fan. So Dan's either Bob Beers or Cam Barker. I'm gonna go number three, Corey Cross. It's hard to walk away from the Corey Cross. Can't. Yeah, three it is. Okay, Chris is number two. He's my nice. number two fan. Shout out to Bob Beers. That does Bob sound Beers. accurate. Chris is probably my number two fan. I think Tyler's my number one fan. Yeah, but Tyler wasn't in the bet yet. He wasn't part of the podcast. So I'm taking bet, number one Coom fan. Okay, I will own that. Okay, so but we're gonna take care of that. But Tyler, let's you're go gonna back buy a shirt to it, just for, for just to have for fun. Tyler, that would look great on you. Solidarity. He's man. shaking his head no, but his heart says yes. I guarantee it. Just like your heart, Dan will say yes to ordering something delicious from our friends at SkipTheDishes.ca. Always does. So, so they do shirzy orders or just food? If they did shirzies, they would bring it right to your door. You would customize your order wherever you want: a donair pizza, maybe a nice taco. Include utensils. Include utensils, how many chopsticks you need, and they'll bring that right to your door. Why? Because I don't like wearing pants. Why? Because I don't like seeing people. Why? Because outside is scary. Why? So, my friends at skipthedishes.ca, they're here for me whenever I need to eat. Oh, man. You guys should do it with these um, these uh, these St. Patrick's Day style shirts. Oh, nice. With, the, with nice. the clover on them. It's, 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 it's an oiler <laughs> jersey, but it's totally green, and the logo is green, and it has a number in a clover. And you That'd put be nice. the name beneath. That's cool. In honor of our you would love to, to Vegas win. during St. Patrick's Day last year. Yeah, we all had a bonding experience. It's Bannibals called. Uh, it says um, Edmonton Oilers fanatics branded personalized dub liner T-shirt Kelly Green. Mm. What is Kelly Green? A color. Is it like Steve Green? The color is Kelly Green, or is there red a person green. named Kelly Green? Is that other Brian Austin really? Green? Kelly Green, Googling. Mm. Oh, it's just I a color. Actually, no. Not, Kelly yeah, Green yeah. is an Australian singer born in the United Kingdom. She migrated to Australia in 1956. Singing career began in Sydney at the age of 15. She got any hits? What kind of hits you got? Um, Guarantee she's got um, hits. You don't move from England to Australia without hits. Give us the titles. I call bangers. Uh, oh, absolute bangers. Oh, absolutely. She probably bangers. inspired Silverchair. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking. waiting. Uh, singles, I'll never be the same. Slash, little girl lost. <laughs> also, so what? Love me with all your heart, and do you tell me that you love me too? These all came out in the early sixties. Yeah, they're great songs, probably. Do you tell me that you love me too? I want to get your thoughts on this, gentlemen. We are back to Milan Lucic. Dan Murphy tweeted, or it was in a radio interview, or something. That apparently there was a trade in place with Vancouver, but Louis Erickson would not waive his no trade to come to Edmonton. The quote is, I believe they had something close to being done at the deadline for Lucic, but it never went through because I've heard Erickson would not waive to go to Edmonton. This is what we talked about on Real Life a couple of weeks ago, where I said, if you are asking for a trade, your no trade clause should be null and void in your contract, because that is annoying. <laughs> Erickson wants out and they're like, okay, we got to trade. He's like, well, I don't want to go there. <laughs> it's like when Marty St. Louis would only go to the Rangers and it's just like, you can trade me to the Rangers. That's cool. And they're like, well, we've got other, well, no, I want to go there only. It's bullshit. But it's 
it's not necessarily like it's it's something that Erickson negotiated for, and the Canucks gave him willingly. Yeah, oh, I if, get that. If you wanna, if you're gonna wanna, if you're gonna wanna trade the guy, then don't give him no trade clause. Yeah, that's like I guess, and like beg milk, you're you're completely. right. It is here. a pain in the ass. It's right? it's annoying when, especially when he comes out of it and says that he wants a trade out. But like, what are you doing signing guys like Erickson and Lucic who are going to be in their mid thirties in their deal and giving them a no movement clause, knowing that you're probably going to want to move them? I just I don't understand. I don't understand GMs just handing them out like like. And there was a there was a stretch there where there was GMs just handing them out like they were. Yeah, the yeah, summer Halloween 2016, night. it was just like yeah. every single one of those deals. Bacchus and Ladd. Remember when Poser. Calgary had like half their team on no movement clauses? Yeah. Like it's just, it, it's a weird it's a weird thing to throw in there. But if you're a but. player, think about it from the player's perspective. Like you obviously want that no move if you're signing a seven-year deal because could you imagine getting traded to like Winnipeg <laughs> and you got to, you know, take the bus? How are you going to get there? That would suck. Terrible. And you got to put shipping your cost of all your stuff is just extraordinary. It's got to go by train or by bus, and who has got time for that? Or try to bring your family in like that too. Ugh. you can't throw your kids out of a plane. See, that's they how don't understand. That's how you ruin a marriage. Exactly, is you tell you go home. This is my advice for Ryan. Nuge, pay attention. Nugent Hopkins. You sign your next deal, you get yourself a no movement clause because somebody might fuck you over and trade you to Winnipeg, and your wife's not going to like. That. What about just like a no Winnipeg clause? Yeah, you could have that one team no move clause, yeah. to no no Winnipeg clause, and you like want it specifically released out so the public hears that you do not want. Is there to any other team in the NHL you would just like vehemently not play for other than Winnipeg? Because like I'm not I'm not relocating to Winnipeg for work. If you guys tried to move me there, I'd quit. You don't want to like go run Jets Nation out of Winnipeg? No, why not? Well, Art doesn't even do that. He lives here. <laughs> like I like I like the city of Ottawa, but the commute out to Canada would just That's kill enough. me. That's I've probably. Already, I've already turned down a position in Winnipeg. So nice. Did but, you? Yeah. Nice. The Pine tried to trade you to Winnipeg. Yeah. As, as, what was as the return? There. That location. I never. I never know. I never knew what the. Lo- I never knew what the ro- return was. Nixed that just, thing uh, right away. Yeah, I got a hold of my agent and said, "No, no, no." So no, you no. had a no move in your contract? <clears throat> yeah. So we're not going there. See, yeah. I wouldn't go to. I just wouldn't go to Calgary because then you'd have to play in the Saddle Dome all the time. Not that bad. The Saddle Dome sucks. Yeah, but then you got think of all the shovels you could have. Yeah, but that's so many shovels. That's all they just replenish. I was they gonna say they keep dis- they keep disappearing though, so you're not gonna have that many shovels. Winnipeg's the only one for me. My next one would be Ottawa. Those are the two I I really wouldn't really would rather not play for. And it, like to, for me with Ottawa, it has nothing to do with the franchise, even though it's an absolute dumpster fire. It's just like the the whole thought of an hour commute out to your arena is just a nightmare. Oh, for me, it's the What's entire drive to work right now though. <laughs> What's you, that? You don't live. Close yeah, to you work live right in. I uh, drive twenty five. You live in um. You live in um. Uh, twenty. You live 20, in like Lacoma. Fifteen minutes. Got, <laughs> I slide I was, faster. Yeah, it got faster in the winter. I didn't, I didn't see I didn't, that coming. I didn't put winter. I didn't put winter tires on my I car last year. I slid through a bunch of intersections. Once you, get, once you get to that hill, eh? It's just, yeah. Right, oh yeah, I'm in. Making up time in the mix. Number I, one Coom fan. I think that I wouldn't want to go to Vegas, and I'll, that's just because I would die living yeah, in Vegas. But it'd be a good way to die. Oh yeah, you would go There's out no, on high. No, yeah, you don't. No, no, you don't. Die as you're like reaching the peak. You die after you've already hit the peak and you're on the downward. When's the downward? That's, when does the downward start? But that's what I mean. Like, yeah, give it a couple. Of days. Well, see, Most like, when does the downward start? If you live in Vegas and I love yeah. Vegas and I love walking down the street with beers in hand and a fresh chalada. Where'd you get the beer morning, from? 
Anywhere, man. Walgreens. Taco Bell Cantina. CVS. Taco Bell Cantina. I mean, I feel like we aged like two years in the three days that we were. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm putting Vegas on my no trade because I would die living in Vegas. I'm with. Second one is Buffalo. I don't want to go to Buffalo. Okay, Buffalo's on my list. Buffalo is higher than Ottawa on my list. I went to Buffalo for the World Juniors a couple years ago. Man, it was so cold. Buffalo hot sauce overrated by a mile. It's just regular hot sauce with butter, man. It's gross. Well, most like most regional. Foods and dishes are just terrible. Well, they, like they, St. Louis the, the style buffalo pizza. Wing, where the yeah. buffalo wing, where the Chicago bu- deep the dish pizza. Oh my god, that's the worst thing I've ever had in my life. I went to the Chicago. Company? I I was no, staying no, in a like, downtown hotel. Just Chicago like, actual Chicago deep dish. Like, yeah, no, like the, like their deep dish. What's like wrong the, with that this? style? Of Hot pizza. take. It's more of a lasagna than a pizza. Yeah, Boom. I went to a I went I'll to a hotel and I went to the to the concierge and I was like, give me recommend the best deep dish pizza in town. She's like, no problem. Bingo, bango, gave it to me. That's what it was called. I ate one, like half of a slice, and and I'm a, I'm a pizza connoisseur. I like food, and I ate half of a slice, and I put that thing down. And I really connoisseur. You can't judge it on half a it's slice. A joke. It was so bad. It was like, like Bag Milk said, it was like eating lasagna. I love lasagna. Uremchuk loves us talking about food. By the way, you guys ever try St. Louis style pizza? What is St. Louis no, style pizza? St. Louis style pizza. It's just like soda crackers with melted cheese yeah, on or something. It's weird. It's it's. Like you got like, it's it's this really like small thin. Do we all have to huddle around your computer? So yeah, I got a picture of it right here. But it honestly looks like crackers with ketchup and cheese. Yeah, I don't like it's that. It's a bizarre ass looking pizza. It's that, like when you get this right here. Yeah, it's no, weird. No, man. That's, yeah. It's, what do you got? Describe what you're seeing. Okay, it's podcast. Freezer yeah, stuff. this is not a very visual well, I'm trying. Topic right I, okay, somebody else describe it. pizza, bro. What, it's like a flatter flatbread pizza. Yeah, because looks, you know, like a good flatbread pizza yeah. you get in like Europe. It does. It looks like what you'd get at like Sobeys on the big yeah, metal tray. That's what it looks like. It looks like there's a, nothing wrong why, with why that. Why you got a degree? Yeah, Hold like on. why? Well, you wait can't a call this a pizza after looking at a at a deep dish. That thing was like you need a ruler. This thing is ridiculous. This is a couple pieces okay. of pa- uh, paper. The, defi- the St. Louis style pizza is a distinct type of pizza popular in Midwestern America's city of St. Louis, Missouri, and surrounding areas. The definitive characteristics of a St. Louis style pizza are a very thin, cracker-like crust made without yeast the common no but not toppings. universal use of provol processed cheese and pizzas cut into square rectangles instead of wedges that's so I when i was being a shithead and i said soda crackers with melted cheese on it, i was pretty that's close pretty much what it is Dude, you're really close man like there's I no toppings that. on this thing sweet the increased amount of anger in coom's voice as he read that it's just something to I will never whole. accept a trade to the St. Louis Blues because of that pizza. Little barbecue, though. Stupid. No, no, no. They, they got some food over there. What if you love the St. Lunatics and you want to go see them regularly? Oh, yeah. You could be Nelly's neighbor. Yeah, you go hang out with City Spud. Come on, man. What are you going to do for uh, Fourth of July party? You're going to go to your neighbor's house. Yeah. You all throw band-aids on your face. You go party with Nelly and City Spud. But what if they don't like me? I can't hang out with them and I have to eat St. Louis pizza myself. <laughs> that sucks. See, Imagine weird. ordering that. Imagine going to skip the dishes dossier and ordering that shit house pizza and having that brought to your yeah, house. I'd be pissed. <laughs> it's weird because during the cup, I think the pizza review guys did the. They went to a couple places and I didn't see any saltine pizza. Well, I don't know what I just looked at, but that That's was depressing. that was embarrassing. It's like, scary. Speaking of embarrassing, I want to talk about Ryan Spooner signing in Switzerland. <laughs> huh? See, so, yeah, I was out for a segue. Back to sports, Tyler. You like that? That was a good one. I want to talk about Ryan. Stick to sports. I want to talk about Ryan Spooner signing in Switzerland. He signed a one-year deal in the Swiss League because nobody wants him. Peter Shirelli does Pete not have a GM position as we record today, so nobody wants Ryan Spooner. 
Pete's probably sending texts out to all his buddies like, hey, man, Ryan Spooner's available. What do you think? And everybody's like, shut up, Pete. Hey, wait a minute. Didn't didn't Torelli get an office job with the Canucks? That's the rumor. rumor. Yeah. So they were talking about him working that. with the Canucks, but the Canucks bought out Spooner, who Torelli was willing to sell his kidney to get. That's why I told you. They, What's going on? They Maybe that's why he didn't get the job. They brought in Shirelli to be the anti opinion he's there and then he he says what he would do and you say that's like when tyler tweets something and he gives an opinion on sports i believe the opposite okay um yeah no not really surprised (laughs) that ryan spooner didn't get a deal anywhere not really surprised that he didn't take an american hockey league deal either like eh like why do you want to go make europe is so beautiful right go make 200k live in switzerland for a couple years 200 euro well i mean it usually works out to about 200k american a lot of those guys that will head over there and be impact players in that league, which I'm sure he will be. He'll be right up there with Marco Bello. I'm and Gaetan Haas. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he turns that into a one-year deal with the Oilers next year. We maybe. are going to look back on this and kick ourselves because Ryan Spooner evolutionized the skating game before skating was even a thing. Eagle turns, man. No, Eagle we're turns. going to look back on this and be mad we wasted three minutes of time. <laughs> next. <laughs> Tyler, you Google pictures of Switzerland, and you tell me that's a waste of time. I would love to talk about Switzerland. Let's talk about Switzerland. Let's not talk about Ryan Spooner. Speaking of that, let's see if there's a Swiss-style pizza that Ryan Spooner could enjoy. <laughs> well, he's looking that up, and this don't, is don't forget, w- like, when he lands in Switzerland, they hand him a knife. It's full of all kinds of tools and, like, little toothpicks. What uh, airline do you think he's flying on? Maybe Lufthansa? They mm-hmm. really treat you well. They give you free, free international liquor on a long, cocktails? Yeah, nice. Free liquor on a long flight. They throw food at you. They just they, they just keep coming flight. by with food. Row? Yeah. Ah. Like, I remember I was on a flight to um, oh, Munich. exotic coom. Yeah, I was, I, was on my way, I was on my way to Munich, <laughs> and they were just throwing food at me. I was laying there kind of half asleep. Want to see all the stamps in my passport? There was, a, there, was a, there was a big chocolate bar on my lap and a sandwich and a water bottle. Yeah, did they let you smoke on those planes? They don't. Ah. You can't smoke on flights. Can't smoke in hospitals What is it, 1960? Anymore. And I remember there was a presidential candidate that wanted to put in roll down windows on planes so that they could smoke again. What's wrong hey, with that? Yeah, what's what's wrong with that, man? You need that. a dart. You need a dart, right? Just like if you need some fake McDavid merch, you'll go out and spend thousands of dollars on it. Oh, man, gosh. I have zero, zero, zero sympathy for people who get caught. <laughs> no, I want to start with you then. Please yeah. go ahead, Tyler. Tell hey, it's me, Tyler. I'm unless a fan of like, people who scam people. No, unless you're like a senior <laughs> citizen or something. Like, if you're going to drop over a grand on a signed jersey, you need to at least a little bit okay. know what you're doing. Hold on. There's like there's some facts that you just left okay. out of that. What so the they? first thing, he was offering the jerseys up to people for 350 but he had a buyer on the other end of the line. Who, who was offering them? This was the... Context. This was... Sorry, there's a random guy What's in his Edmonton. What's his name? Stockton. Uh, I can't remember. They call, I think they called him Vinny, which, I mean, was your first sign. Hey, he was um, a buy merchandise with someone would, named Vinny. Yay, Vinny. You, I got a jersey on, for you. He would message you on Facebook Messenger, claim to be a part of OEG or Pro-Am Sports, depending on who you talk to. And he was offering you a signed Connor McDavid jersey for the low, low price of $350 because his other buddy um, was going to buy it from him for $750. So what's his, what's, what's he, what, what, why? Yeah, what? So he's like, he's like trying to, he's trying to put the pressure on you, right? He's like saying like, Man, I'm going to give you a good deal. But why? I could get a better for deal. you special. So, but my yeah. thing is, and but my thing with with this whole thing is, is that the reality is, getting signed Connor McDavid memorabilia is not accessible to the everyman anymore. And this jersey was accessible to the everyman. In, in a, terms of what price? Yeah, well, exactly in terms of price. They're now at about like eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, I think Pro Am has like a deal going on that they're 
doing out of this. Yeah, but which that's is kind brilliant. of the way it works. That's I agree. The band, but I'm but I'm just saying that like you have to have a little bit. More. <laughs> I like how angry Tyler is. Yeah, you're this. you're all about the. I love this. The, Go the ahead. Do you want me to have too. more sympathy for someone who believed they were getting a three hundred and fifty dollars signed McDavid jersey off Facebook Messenger from a guy named Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm not. Like, there's a guy there's also people who <clears throat> buy thirty dollars China jerseys and it comes in and they're like, whoa, whoa, this isn't what I ordered. No. That is Whoa. literally exactly what you ordered. Whereas you I'm ordered. that guy who I've been on the prowl for a nudes jersey, but like I want one of those. Do you want me to find you on an AliExpress? But like I want the worst possibly constructed Oilers jersey that is on the internet. That's what I want. And this might also be while I'm jaded. I worked in a jer- I worked in a Jersey City in Edmonton Humble for, like, for like two ish years, and the amount of idiots you get who would come in and try to scam you. Like literally, there was one time a guy called me. On the phone, he goes, hey, I got a McDavid jersey for my birthday, and I need to switch sizes. Can I come do that? And I was like, yeah, man, but you need to either have a gift receipt from us, or it needs to have all the original NHL license tags. Oh, well, it doesn't have the tags, but like, just take the tags off the one I return it for and slap them on the one I'm giving you. Smart. No, man, because there's no way for us to prove that it's a real jersey. What? You think I'm trying to scam you? Seriously, man? (laughs) Like, yeah, I, I do think we're trying to scam you. That's why I'm not going to take your jersey. Hangs up on me. A second incident from February states an individual lost $23,000 yeah, in an investment opportunity to old Vinny. That's real bad. What was, what was Vinny doing? Was he scamming? I don't know. It didn't say just an investment opportunity. I bet you Vinny could talk event. Tyler into joining a pyramid scheme. Absolutely. That one, if it's like You'll a be selling homemade like homemade jewelry and stuff to your friends and family. And those do you guys know anybody that joined pyramid schemes? Oh, yeah. Of course, man. I have Tons. like good friends that do it currently, and it just drives me wild. Yeah. Like people I went to high school with are always posting like on their Instagram and stuff being like, it is so nice to work from home. Look how much money I make. This past day, I made $350. You need a better life. Message me for more details. Can we can we talk yeah. about Instagram accounts and telling you how to live your life? What we are going to talk about right now is Jay walking into the podcast studio after so after coming in a wet t-shirt contest. He was doing the triathlon. Jay was again. participating in a wet t-shirt You're trying contest. Trying to get better at swimming so you can best me on our in our rematch. <laughs> he just dipped. He yeah, just looked so down. Water literally just right off the hat. No, well, we can we're talk about there. the triathlon we'll right there. now since you're here. Yeah. So let's talk about the triathlon today. Hey, we were supposed to do it today, too. This is, I'm very happy we didn't do it today. It would have been so much better, though. So if you've been oh. following Others Nation on social media, you've seen the videos coming out from the swim, the bike ride, the run. All three participants are here. Rick, I'll start with you. How did it go? I knew it was going to be hard, but it was a lot harder than I expected. That, uh, that swim wasn't very fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the hot tub was fun. The hot tub was very, very nice. I really suggest you guys a nice get facility. in there. Well, that's because the video is hilarious where you're just like, I'm out and I've you had go enough. sit there in was, the hot tub. There was t- like, we were swimming and I I think the Kevin guy said something about, okay, you know, maybe you guys just do 600, 600 meters. So that was Six where, laps. I, where I was at. And I was like, yep, perfect. I'm out. So I got <laughs> out and they kept going. I, all the credit to them. The bike was hard and the run was horrible. Which event do you feel you excelled at? The donair eating at the end of it. Nice. Nice. I, I as a, as the filmer of the whole thing, I have to say the three guys did an amazing job. Like like even where Rick pulled out in, in the pool, like you said, he was still he still swam three or four lengths of the pool over and over again. Like it was it's it it's not an easy thing to do by any means. Swimming's hard, but you guys were doing it amazingly. Swimming's very so, hard. So and I will I will fully admit I'm sure I'm not the only one, but there were times where I stopped and it was like waist waist high. I got up and I started walking. Yeah, there was some video of that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys. I left that out. <laughs> yeah, of the, no, no, that's the fine. Final video. 
I, I challenge anyone to come in. I'll swim beside you, and yeah, it, it was tough. But hopefully, we can do this again next year, and, and you guys can uh, you guys can come into it with, yeah, yeah, with fresher mind. I'm ready to get go. some more bloggers involved, and and uh, make this a whole thing. But Jay, no, after finishing up, you tweeted out, "I'm a prisoner in my own body." How did this go for you? Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just reeling from how soaked I am doing. I'm an amateur landscaper at the moment, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the. The swimming was, it's all-encompassing. Every body part is has a play in the swim, and I was just happy I got it done. I know where I could have made it. Like, I was, I, I was dry heaving after, like, lap seven. I stopped to dry heave in a pool, which seems really <laughs> fucked up. But, um, you know, as I thought I would, I, I knew I would, I you know, I'm, I'm an explosive athlete, if you want to call myself an athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh so I knew I would be good on the bike uh, because that's my domain. But yeah, doing the swim, then the run, or then the bike, and then having to run, I was toast. You were reminded of the uh, benefits of youth when you saw me speeding around the track. <laughs> well, let's 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 be clear here, okay? So, Coom, how old are you? I am uh, 26. You're 26, so I'm 12 years older than Coom. Coom was a lifeguard. I was. A li- I am. I'm still currently. Still currently a lifeguard, so still an active swimmer. Runs but it's all the not time. about swimming, it's about accident prevention. But you 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 know how to swim properly. <laughs> to an extent. And so and, and you've swam more recently than me. I'm just I'm 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 not making excuses. I'm just I'm happy how I held up. You guys I, like, all did you guys all did amazing. If I could have fucking ran, I just couldn't. I had no gas. We ran like two hundred meters and I was like, oh my god. So then I kept pushing myself, pushing myself, and then once again had to pull over and dry heave again because I was pushing myself. I think the, I, run, the run was 2.5K, I think. Yeah, that, that, that's all it was. That's not even that's a, a pretty crazy small run. run. Small. And I think I had like a minute 24 lead on Coom after the bike, and uh, he just wouldn't stop running. And I just kept watching him. I'm like, okay, hey, like, is that is that a minute and 20 second lead? And then I would try to run. I'm like, okay, hey, he's there. And I would try to run to that point that I saw him at to see if that was a minute 20. And I couldn't even run to that point. Oh, it was it was brutal. So a lot of respect, a lot of fun. It was a great time. It was good. And I felt great after. And it, that was endorphin probably, highs for the next like 12 hours. Oh, yeah. I was riding high. And that so was great. probably one of the best uh, donairs I've had in a long Amazing. time. Uh, obviously, circumstantial because I was my body was fully depleted. If I had to critique it, because I don't think we did a review, I think the, there either wasn't enough sauce or the sauce was bland. Yeah, it wasn't much. But sauce. the meat was amazing. Really good. And really good service. Anyways, that's my take. Cam, after being chirped by the other two boys leading up to the triathlon, how do you feel as the reigning champion? It was, you know, to be honest, it wasn't surprising that I took on the W. I think we all knew <laughs> I was going to win, but it felt really nice for me after I was getting bullied on Friday at the baseball game for getting torched by that fast-ass kid in the morph suit. Yeah, so Cam raced the bolt at the prospect so nation at the ballpark and got roasted, not because you didn't run quickly, he was the fastest man alive. So there's one clip that shows me at the beginning, and I'm really flying. I'm doing my best. And then the other clip that we posted, no one that Dan took. It was no fault of Dan. This is where he was standing. <laughs> I come in looking like I'm in my fucking 50s. Like I'm, I, I can barely run. I'm so out of shape. And I'm like <sighs> breathing. And everyone on Twitter is laughing at me. They're just like, this idiot is so out of shape. And he got dominated by this 12-year-old running. In cleats. The in, other guy was in cleats. You were in chucks, though. Yeah. You were in chucks. If you got roasted for anything at the ball game, 
It should have been for your opening quote oh, unquote yeah. pitch. I got roasted for that too, so I got Good, double roasted. You deserved roast. it. We were walking out of the ballpark, and some guy like Coom and I are crossing to the parking lot across the street, and some guys start yelling at him, like "Nice first pitch, bro." First of all, I don't know what time was the opening pitch. I know Dan was sweating buckets over there because we're trying to get the uh, we're trying to get yeah. the talent the, the talent to show up for the opening pitch. He's nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. He comes in, what was it, three, four minutes after he's supposed to be there? Yeah. Well, there was – because we got a group text. So Cam, shortly before the game, is like, I'm about 20 minutes out. And I read this. I'm like, whoa, geez. <laughs> this was at like – the game's at 7. I text him at like 6.20. And I'm like, I'm 20 minutes away. I was not 20 minutes away. <laughs> I was like 45 minutes away. <laughs> so what Cam did for his first pitch is he had a hockey stick out there. and He tried to shoot the ball. However – no practice shots. Zero practice shots. You just went out there and tried your best. I was hoping you were going to take a clapper. No, he, well, that's what he talked about doing. It could have been so much worse. Yeah, but it, it would have been. Because he would have tripped. I could have, I could have, have gotten a lot of shale, and I could have missed the ball, and I could have shot a lot of dirt at the, the kid catching. The I could have hit him in catcher. the face, and it would have been bad. I'm sure he would have been okay. I don't think he would have. I think it would have I watched your shot. I'm not sure you could have got any shale to the home plate. Oh. You've never watched me play ball hockey. No, I watch you try. I watch you take that that, that shot there. I'm a ball last hockey time champion. Rick, <laughs> the last time Rick trash talked to you, you crushed him in the triathlon. So, so now you have to come and play on the opposing team to my ball hockey. Team. Okay, that I'm down with. That I can handle. I'm a I'm a good two way player. <laughs> good character. In I the get room. I get back strong in the corners. You've seen me running. I'll I'll back check and I'll forecheck. <laughs> I might not have much stick skill. Do you sacrifice the body? Yeah, I'll get down there. I'll block a shot. Absolutely. I don't like doing it, but I will. Because and Tyler's sitting over there, and he's like, well, we're talking about Cam's ball hockey team. Why can't we talk about me scoring 190 points last year in Div 4, uh, Edmonton Rec Hockey League? Hey, if you want to come up and play Div 4, you're more than welcome. Buddy, I can. cannot play Div 4. My oh, ankles are decrepit, and I am happy with my Div 9. Yeah. I'm having a blast in that league. I have a lot of fun. I have fun, too. Yeah, I'm I know glad you, you guys about are both lot. having fun. Talk Speaking about of it a lot. fun, I want, to give, I want to end up this week's podcast with a shout-out to the Oilers Nation Open Golf Tournament that is happening on August 29th out at Cooter Creek. Teams are still available, but they are selling out. Dan, if you want to procrastinate, Dan, you are not coming. Dan! What? I'm, I'm coming. Just you going to be driving Dan around the cart? Dan will be there. Uh, no, I think Bag Milk and I are going to have a, a place set Dan up. Dan and I are going to post up at a hole and just drink yeah. beers all day. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do anything except for drink. The only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to wander around to the food holes and oh, spoil yeah. myself Good some call. snacks. I have some workers who want to come and hang out with you guys. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Head this on down to you. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, she's a good time. Last time her and I had a couple of wobblers and it got out of control. We can go maybe chase around some geese. I broke it down to her yesterday that we don't have a hole and she wasn't very happy. So I was like, hey, wait, I'll, I'll find the spot. Yeah, come worry. hang out at the National. Head on over to nationgear.ca. Grab three friends, grab three strangers, grab three relatives. I don't care. Just come play in the tournament. We've got cool prizes. We are giving away the nation truck to a hole-in-one winner. If you succeed on the Sherwood Ford hole, we are going to have prizes galore. We are going to have a trophy. Am I allowed to talk about the trophy? Yes, it is confirmed now. We are I, having a trophy for the winner, and this thing is legit. Wait till we see. Wait till we release pictures of it. It's like nation our own Gear. Stanley Cup. We are going to have a good time for a great cause, raising some money for the Jason Greger Foundation. Head on over, nationgear.ca. That's all for episode 44 of Oilers Nation Radio. Thank you to Sherwood Ford. Thank you to Skip the Dishes. And thank you to all of you. Make sure to subscribe and download wherever you get your podcasts from. Or Tyler will cry. You don't want to make Tyler cry.
I would. Yeah, I do. Have a good weekend, everybody. I'd love to love to shout out Damien. Best wishes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes, because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.